0: living in an artificially induced state of consciousness that resembles sleep. The poor and the
1: underclass are growing. Racial justice and human rights are non-existent. We have been lulled into a trance. They have made us indifferent to ourselves, to others. We are focused only on our own game. That is their primary method of survival. Keep us asleep, Keep, us Keep
0: us sick. You're listening to Toward Anarchy on the Republic Broadcasting
2: Network. Here's your host, Michael Storm.
0: Welcome to Toward Anarchy. Thank you so much for joining me. I am Michael Storm, as the digital lady says, and as um, it's always my pleasure each week to be here with you every Sunday. Uh, 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, all around the world on Republic Broadcasting Network, thanks to you. So really, truly, thank you. Uh, Follow along at TowardAnarchy.com. You can go there every show and find something that I've done, something that I've put up there, a new page, links, interesting information, fun stuff a quote. It's always there, even if I forget to mention it, which is just terrible. It's a terrible thing to do because I do put some work into it. I do spend uh, a, a large amount of time working on the the website over the year, over any given period of time, just week to week, and I'm always kind of tweaking around in the background, and, and I'm proud of it. It's my one little slice of the internet that I've been able to, to carve out. It's a big world, the internet out there and to be able to create your own space within it. You see what happens in those other spaces, right? The, all the places that you can follow the show at toward anarchy on, on Facebook and Instagram and X, all of these places that are out there, the social media places, TLB talk not included in that because it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't fall into that same category of, of, of what I'm talking about here in terms of those places where you you see what happens you you get what i'm talking about right clearly this isn't something that i only i'm familiar with the the negativity the backwards thinking the really just that entire environment of of the facebooks and the x's and instagrams which they're they are what they are So if you're able to carve out your own space on the Internet, you, I don't know, call it a safe space if you want to. It is what it is. It's something that comes along with the show that I, again, just like the broadcasting. I've been doing it for years. I've been making websites, and it's a fun thing to be able to do, to be able to put together your own information, your own thoughts, put them on your page and put them in your space out there for anyone that wants to find them they can find them wants to see what it's all about what you're all about it that, that's it. they don't have to go digging through the filters of a social media system you just present yourself right there and so i'm really proud of it and so i hate it when i don't do that and it's something that i need to Work on a little bit myself I'm I'm having a little bit of fun I hope you enjoyed the, the Holiday You enjoyed that time off of course, I really did. I'm still kind of enjoying it. I'm I'm still just getting back into the swing of things across the board. Uh, just except for the enjoyment that I was able to participate in, the time that I was able to spend with my family. I'm never I'm never working away from trying to get back into that. I'm always into that. But that's kind of the last couple of years of my life. You you listen to the show. You've been privy to what's going on. In terms of me trying to create a business and the problems that we've had dealing with uh, mostly just partners in the business. There are other business things, other troubles, stuff that comes up, trying to manage things, keep it all together that I don't talk about because that's not really the hard part. It really isn't. That's all about numbers. That's all about adjusting what you're doing in response to whatever feedback you've received that convinces you that you need to make a change in the way you're doing things, whether it's you know bottom line, obviously, if there's The total's at the end of the week, and the money's just not there, and the bills can't be paid. That's a pretty clear indication that you need to jump in and make some kind of change in the direction that you're going, and that's, that's not entirely the same thing as just the minutia of uh, you know that's a very obvious here you go here's the bottom line the money's not working out something has to be done i'm talking about more about the, just the constant day to day tweaking this managing that dealing with customers dealing with uh, employees don't have any employees but we have we have a culture we have people around we have people who do work around the store. They, they're they not employees. They don't get anything for it. They just like to hang out. They're friends. Uh, they're, in some cases, family members. There's just different people that hang out about the store and, and do various things. And it still has to be managed because it has to be done with some semblance of order and reason right or it's this is a my business is a really good example of this because it's a business that is a very niche thing it's the comic book store it's collectibles so it's a very niche thing there's only certain people that do it and it it appeals to a no only a small percentage of the population apparently not as much of the population as it used to over the last 20 years to hear the the people talk about it because the uh, one of the things that's happened i've been disconnected for the last couple of weeks but i've never truly disconnected and and so one of the things that's come up is uh, the last couple of weeks here the release of marvels it's the latest addition to the MCU the Marvel Cinematic Universe and they it, it hasn't done really well it's the sort of thing where they have to make probably a billion dollars or close to a billion dollars before it's anywhere even close to profitable because it costs a couple hundred million to make it and then they spend a few hundred million more uh, promoting it and there's a lot of money that goes into the, the the cost of making the movie anymore is almost not nearly as much as what they put into trying to get the movie out there and put it into people's hands and get their attention and get them to notice it and this one is particularly hard the marvels Movie that, that just came out is filled with a lot, it's fraught with a lot of problems for some people and certain groups of people. So, so we, you have a base problem here in this industry that it only appeals to a small subset of the population so it's a very very targeted thing and people have tried for years and years to expand that market and there's been all sorts of manipulations and causes and claims and upheavals and just general changes throughout the the years from the beginning of superhero comics, going back to the thirties Superman and, and coming forward to today with what we understand the superhero movie, the superhero movies and the, the car, the the comic books that are still there, the cartoons that are all over the place, lots of great cartoons. Thankfully they haven't destroyed the cartoons the way they have, because they're they're, again, already appeals to a a small audience and they're, they're not necessarily trying to push it out into a mass audience. But so the, industry is already fraught with all of these this this core problem and then you pile on it the the idea of social change or that it needs to be different or that it needs to be inclusive and this is a problem for some people but well, what it really is is a problem for an industry that only appeals to a certain subset of people let's be honest mostly white males there you go uh, that's it that's the audience the audience is they've tried to expand it over the years they the it's a lie that the movies that the well the industry the comic book industry itself is not inclusive and isn't about Uh, alternative ideas and alternative thought. It's literally what comic books are. That's That's why comic books exist. They are and always have been there to tell the stories that only certain people want to read, that they're not going to be necessarily mainstream ideas. They're going to be a little bit underground, a little bit different, a little bit dirtier, a little bit cleaner, a little bit nicer, a little bit meaner. I was not trying to do that, but it worked out. Uh, that's that's the truth of comic books and it always has been the truth of comic books because it's always been inclusive, it's always been underground, so it's as inclusive as it can be if you go looking for it you're going to find something for you in comic books, somewhere in there, in graphic novels that, oh, did I move them? Did I pick them up and take them out of here? I must have, just two seconds let's see
1: Uh, where'd he go? Where'd he go?
0: Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Boy, that is weird. What did, where did I move them to? I just had this, I've been, I told you about this before. Um, where did it go? Are you kidding me? Boy, that, there it is, there it is, there it is. Got it, got it. Okay, I got you probably can't hear me at all. I'm actually hollering across the room. Um okay, there we go. There I found them. these I finally picked this up. So that's important. There's information. there's there's places, there's people, there's thoughts, there's ideas within these these little colorful comic books, these graphic novels. And one of the if you don't believe me that there isn't something for you. Uh, Let me fill the conspiracy minded with a a thought that um, absolutely is it's true. It's true. There's something if you're not finding something in uh, comic books, graphic novels for you, then you're not looking. That's the truth of it. You're not looking. You're only looking in certain places. Uh, This is what's happened with the Marvel's with the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The reason that it's having those troubles is core. It's key. It's trying to manipulate this this presentation for an audience that just, just doesn't care. And then you do it with the C characters, and and I'll come back to that in just a second. But uh, for if you don't believe there's something for you in comic books, again, graphic novels, you're not looking i'm I just picked this up the well, the one volume of it, the first volume of it, it's two volume set. It's called MK Ultra, Sex Drugs, and the CIA. Uh, well, Project MK Ultra. It's written a little bit funny, and some of the words are sideways and stuff on the book, so it's a little bit hard to read. But that—that's the full title of it: Project MK Ultra: Sex, Drugs, and the CIA. And it is a graphic novel. A couple of volumes were. What are we looking here? We're—I I don't know how many pages are in each one of these things. Mm. What does that say? That's not a number. <laughs> It's it's not a number. It's not going to tell you what it is. 138, 139, 140 pages, 200 uh, to 480 pages of of a story. But truth based on truth and based on real world. And and it's it's a comic book. It's a wonderful little comic. I've only just cracked it. I have to get through it and read them. And then I'm going to have Stuart Kenneth Moore. I've already reached out to him. I've already hinted to him that I want to have him on the show. But I told him that I wanted to be sure to read these because I want to be able to talk about them. Uh, from the important perspective i can talk about the geek aspect of it and the 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 art and the storytelling and all of this uh, all day long but i need to know what's what he's actually talking about how it compares to the real world in relation to uh, mk ultra and the different you know monarch and the different things and manipulations that have happened through these programs and through the the CIA and various other alphabet agencies over the years, because while I'm happy to have any number of conversations about pop culture and fun things and times and uh, the the comic books and the movies, and the music and all the other things, the video games, the stuff that I enjoy, I want I also want to take the opportunity to be able to present information that could be important. I don't know how relatively important MKUltra is today, except that we are very much talking about government. We're talking about people. We're talking about what happens when you give people too much power too much control uh, it's the same thing that exists within the mcu certain people have been given too much control too much power in in certain places in deciding the direction of the movies instead of it being about fans instead of them being brought to you by fans and people who can present to you the information the the characters the stories in such a way is that they it's relevant to them that'll keep them coming to the theaters that's been a problem and, and and it showed up over here the last couple of weeks in this Marvels that was released and it hasn't done really well and and the fun thing about that is is that I have the proper perspective on it i'm i i've always this is the beauty of me forcefully always looking to keep myself open to the ideas to the thoughts to what's happening around me not blocking myself off to it and it seems like such a simple little thing but i tell you that it's not i it absolutely is not because it's those simple little things that can keep us divided that can keep our attention that can make us want to have things our way too much control over it you think the 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 executives at a movie studio have control over it well the fans really have control over it they're the ones that are going to respond they're the ones that are going to fill the seats and pay for the tickets if it's going to happen at all so they're really truly the ones and what they're saying when they don't show up to these movies hasn't Much to do with the lies uh, that have been pushed, certainly by the right-wing media. This is – and they're all liars. They're all liars because they're all ignoring a particular – point of view in favor of their own their own bias their own opinion about the way things should be not about the way they are they they have chosen a side and they're sticking with it and in the case of the MCU eh, and the Marvel movies it's the, the narrative is is that the reason these movies aren't doing well in particular these movies There are other questions about Disney and some of the content they put out. Maybe these ones fall into that category. But I tell you what they really fall into is very simply small audience. They were already a small audience to begin with. They were already a small audience to begin with, and they tried to make an artificial you know, a, an appro- make an artificial approach to the movie making, an artificial approach to building up the audience. And the way that I can tell that this is absolutely true, that I don't need any other confirmation aside from the fact that I've been in the business of comic books all of my life, and I own a shop… It's because it has because it's because of the fact that I do own a shop and it's because of the fact that there is no carryover. There's been no carryover all along. The entire time. The people that go to see the movies. Are not the same people that come to read the comic books. And so they're not creating new comic book readers. They're not creating new fans of the universes. And the realities that exist inside these paper stories. They've created a subset. A new group of fans inside the movie going audience. That's all they've done. And of course someone like myself the the fans of the paper genre we've been waiting all our lives to see a bunch of these movies and to see these things up on the screen and done right and and when and what we mean by done right is just done with a little bit of respect for the the place that they came from and for the fans who put them there who made it possible for them to spend the last 20 years creating the marvel universe and so they the the right wing story is is that it's about being woke and that it's about being uh, that they're trying to shove these ideas not these characters down people's throats they they're trying to shove black down people's throats gay down people's throats whatever it is wrapped up inside these these characters and that and that may be true But it's not why those movies aren't doing well, because the truth is, is that the people who are fans of superhero movies will just watch a good superhero movie. And the people who are going to the movie now that have spent their two hundred million dollars or whatever it's been up to this point, and, and they are that is that core. That is the people who collect comic books. That is the people who are already fans of the industry. You've already got them. So if you're not reaching other people, it's not because of the, uh, the specifics of your, your wokeness or your approach to these characters. It's these characters. These characters have minimal appeal to the people who love comic books and these stories. So they have almost no appeal whatsoever to anybody else and that's the truth of it the the reason that i don't go see these well there's a number of reasons that i don't go see these movies in the theater i don't like the the i'd like the theater experience if i was the only person in the theater i could do what i want and i could press pause and i could go get a soda out of the fridge or a cup of coffee or run to the store if it was under my control and i could do that and i could enjoy it be myself sit around in my underwear whatever whatever i need to be able to you do that in most theaters it's going to be an issue uh so i don't like to go to those theaters for a number of reasons but one of the reasons is simply because they're going to be streaming and i can watch them at my leisure and i can enjoy them and i don't have to go in i don't have to go through an experience to watch one of these movies that I don't otherwise want to watch which let's be honest about the my personal opinion of the mcus i don't care because the mcu doesn't contain any characters that i like i'm not a spider-man fan i was when i was a kid spider-man's a kid's uh, character there's no question about it he's a teenager the ideal spider-man is a, a young teenager dealing with growing. i'm well past all that stuff and i never really had those sort of ridiculous little problems uh, anyway those are sort of old people old old world view problems of reality that were written into that character and that's why they need adjusting that's why they need changing to reach new audiences as they grow because the experience just isn't quite the same there's an underlying thread of experience that's the same but it's 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 still not it's still a little bit outdated and it was even for me in the 70s we're talking about a character that came along in 63 and by the time I would say 80s, so for me, by the time I it's hit the 80s, and I'm old enough to read and enjoy Spider-Man comics, he's not a character I want to read because he's a little bit old, he's a little bit East Coast, he's a little bit. Uh, um, The two-story walk-up. I there's. It's an experience. I don't really know. I don't really understand it myself. And that's what we look for when we go to read comic books. We want to find characters, people, stories that we're interested, that appeal to us and speak to us. And and these characters, these Marvels characters, this uh, Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel, and then there's some other. Lebeau, i think is a character's name or something like that no that's remy Lebeau. i'm thinking of, of gambit um what what uh, monica rambo that's it that's it. i think that's the other character the black girl in the see, I, I don't even really know the characters because they're they're already c characters so they've taken this list of c characters and and this is in the industry this is not even my personal i i'll Get to art here in just a second. Um, it's not even my personal opinion necessarily of those characters. That is that is the opinion that I have of these characters, but is that is the opinion uh, uh, wide. Uh, across the industry uh, and always has been if you were to look at captain marvel the history of that particular character while it seems like a huge character that's had all this influence in the mcu in fact in the comic books, she's nothing Uh, she has been since then but before these movies came out and they and they gave they gave her her position that she has today the ca- the character of Captain Marvel gets a restart every couple of years as some idealistic, altruistic. Artist or writer comes along and says, I can finally make this character work, or I can make this character work again like it did 50 years ago when it first came around and people were interested in it because it was new or different back then, whereas it's not now. It's just not a character people cared about ever. So why did they care? Why does anybody expect to think that they would care about it now, especially if they have to put down a whole bunch of money and you're not attracting that core? Or a base. It's just a funny thing to listen to and watch and, and to see this because I'm in the industry and the and my industry gives that insight that I started to mention earlier uh, to uh, uh, individuals about, uh, about the importance of maintaining a connection with your with your customers and approaching your business managing your business with that thought to keep it growing because it's not it's not like a grocery store people don't have to come to my store it's not like the the gas station they don't have to come to the to my store to survive they come to my store because they want to be entertained. They want to find what they're looking for, and they want to feel comfortable there. And I know that we're getting ready to come into a break here, but I, and Art's been sitting there for a minute. I saw the little text pop up there. So let's talk to Art real quick before we go into this break. And uh, Did you have some thoughts on the MCU, Art? Because or... I know I'm just rambling on. I'm just enjoying myself today. I'm still in break mode. That's what I was saying earlier. (laughs) Uh,
1: I I have thoughts just in general. Um, I grew up in the 60s, and I, too grew up in a comic book store my mm. mother owned a comic book store in springfield massachusetts nice and i grew up with characters i mean i had collections that was. i was the envy of all the neighborhood kids because i had all of i had everything i had spider-man fantastic Four, daredevil the incredible hulk luke cage you know, Luke Cage, Power Man. Uh, mm-hmm. I had Casper and Hot Stuff and Wendy the Good Little Witch, and I mean, I had it all. I had everything a a boy could want growing up in those era, in those days. And you know, I know a lot of people now that that uh, uh, grew up reading comic books during the same period. And I ask them whenever there's a new movie out, did you go see it? No, I didn't go see it. Why not? And I always get the same answers from people. And it's the same reason why I stopped going to see Mm. these, these movies, whether it be DC or Marvel. It doesn't matter to me either way. I don't go see them anymore because, like many of the people I talk to, we are sick and tired of the wokeness and the political correctness that we find now in these movies. And I'll give you, for example, one of those... Yeah, okay,
0: yeah, but I would actually have to ask you for a specific example. And I'm not saying that they don't exist, I'm just I want you to Take me down the path and show me where it is that it falls apart for you as a fan because I am a fan who does – I don't even like these particular characters like I was saying, the Avengers and Spider-Man. These are are not my characters. I'm an X-Men fan. I'm a Wolverine fan. I'm a Batman fan. These are – yeah, well, and you can start to build up a character right there. You could uh, a character profile right there in those types of characters that I like. They're not the mainstream. They're the darker characters. They're more realistic in a lot of terms. Uh, but yeah, so please walk me down why what it, what these specific examples of uh, wokeness that that is is driving you away from these movies?
1: Well, one of the first things that hit me.
0: Was, oh, wait, wait. Hold sorry, that thought. That. It, that's perfect timing, actually. We'll go into the break, we'll come back with art here, and we'll find out what it is from the people themselves that's driving away from these MCU. And... I want the
2: truth!
1: You can't
3: handle the truth!
2: People often
3: write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendabite. Allow me to read a few. In one month, my blood pressure dropped significantly. I no longer get chest pain after exercise. It's amazing, and I ordered my second bottle. The reviews are spot on. My target is to get off BP meds, and if it keeps going like this, I see a light at the end of the tunnel. So far, a great product is what it claims to be publicbroadcasting.org smash that donate button like Russian peacekeepers smashing through the Azov neo Nazi terrorists in the Donbass. I don't think you can
1: explain politics without looking at Jewish power any more than you can explain physics without dealing with gravity. 9 11 was a jointly conducted covert operation that involved multiple states the Saudis, the Israelis, and what you could call the deep state in cool the United it with States. The anti-Semitic remorse, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're jiggling juice, we used to say, the, the dancing Israelis. Uh, so even the Republicans now are compromising. And they're pushing issues
3: that are destructive to the white race. They would always say, like, are we just going to talk about this stuff on the radio? What are we going to do about it?
2: Either we force the democracy to work by actually getting the ballot access, getting the candidates, getting in office, getting our message out there to the people, or we expose just how undemocratic it is. The Patrick and Jeremy
0: Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. Listening to Toward Anarchy with Michael Storm.
2: I hear something saying,
0: Okay, do be a huge babe. Support the network. Go to org. Click the donate button. Smash that button, as they say, the, the kids say these days. Uh, that's what you're, you're supposed to. Smash that like button, that donate button, that subscribe button, whatever it is. These are the ways that uh, you make it possible for us to come here and have these conversations every day, every week. Uh, it's extremely important, and I appreciate your support in the entire notion of keeping something like republic broadcasting network a viable place for people to come and talk and and chat and have some of these conversations even if it is just about comic books and we'll jump right back to art here in just a minute because there's a point there's a point to all of it it is all interrelated we're all people we all understand our interconnectedness and if we don't we need to have it explained to us because we are all connected and it all works when it works when we work together doing our own thing. And that's a longer conversation, but I'm, I really, it, it, I'm, Indebted to you because you make it possible. We all are across the network. You make it possible for us to do the things that we do, the shows that we have, and have these conversations. So, RepublicBroadcasting.org, click that button, that donate button. Uh, You can call 800 724 2719 Extension 3 if you want to talk to somebody. If you don't just like smashing buttons, you want to talk to somebody. That's possible uh, at any time you know reasonably Uh, sometimes there's just not somebody to answer a phone call sometimes people are asleep (laughs) sometimes i don't know it's a thing that happens if you don't get us call back that's all call back at a different time (laughs) I <laughs> just imagine I, people calling my shop all the time and leaving messages. You, call, you know, call it you know, sort of midnight on a on a Wednesday or something, as if we're going to be there to answer the phone. Um, <laughs> come on, man, we need some sleep. You can mail a check or a money order to RBN two two five one Double Creek Drive, Round Rock, Texas seven eight six six four. You can also visit shoprbn.com That's that win win situation, my friend. Uh, you support the ad advertisers who advertise across the network and it's always great to hear the commercials who believe it or not uh i i know that it's a thing these days oh i don't want to be interrupted i'm in the middle of a conversation well you know what uh sometimes you need to take a break sometimes it's all right to shut up for a couple of minutes and let everybody gather their thoughts and come back to it and it's always been that way i've never mind never minded it at all and and speaking of that we we'll get back to art it just before we we went in the break art was um Going to jump in there and contribute to my little rantings about the comic book industry. I'm sitting here uh, wearing my Erica Slaughter T-shirt that I just picked up this week, and and that's if you don't know who Erica Slaughter is, that's the uh, main character from the Something Is Killing the Children comic book series, which is just one of the great uh, comic books out right now. And uh, I, so I mean I'm all in on comic book mode. And you were just about to tell us, Art, why it is you give give me a specific example of something that has driven you away from these movies, turns you away from these movies. That, that is, is, it falls into this woke category, right?
1: Well, like you, I, I'm also a lover of the X-Men. And, and, and I mean, I love them. They're, I think they're great. Um, but you know, it started with me when I first started losing interest was when they did a remake of The Fantastic Four. And Johnny Storm was a black dude. Okay, I'm sorry, right. Johnny Storm was not a black dude. Johnny Storm was a white teenager, and yeah, he, yeah, he was a hothead, you know. And and he, and he was, but he was great. He was he was a beautiful character. So they. He was an archetype character
0: that him. is kind of damaged um, by changing who he is.
1: Yeah, and then you had Captain Marvel. I'm sorry, Captain Marvel was not a female. Captain Marvel was a man.
0: Yeah, Jenis he was Bell. a white
1: man, not a white girl. He was a yeah. white man, and then you get into the the TV series, uh, like the TV the TV series of comic book characters. Primarily, look at DC. For example, you had uh, Luke Cage and uh, uh, Jessica Jones, and they're 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 making they're having sex. I'm sorry this this is not what I want to see when I go to see. These, now that these, I that's a, that's a great point
0: because I this is a problem for me across the board with all of this entertainment I don't care about that aspect of those people's lives. I never did. Ooh. I don't want to know about theirs that their, that intimate of their relationships. Yes, having relationship problems and trying to keep the girl and impress the girl and stuff like that. Simple touching on it, but that's not why. If I want to read, I, there's harlequin romances. If I want to read about people having sexual encounters, be they straight right. or homosexual or involving you know whatever furry animal. I don't whatever it is that these people are into i don't care i don't want to know it that's not why i'm into these things and and that's unfortunate that they have to uh turn what are really they're supposed to these tales are supposed to be presented the way they are in an effort to be appealing to a larger audience and you alienate large swaths of your audience when you take on particular things like a sexual topic and i I, yeah it's unfortunate but you got to remember that the audience that they're going for
1: isn't us yeah it really isn't we're just just old and outdated i guess i don't know but when i go to see these characters whether it be at a movie theater or or on TV watching a series or whatever I want to see the actual character I want to see them true to form true to their nature true to who they are I don't want them I don't want their their race changed I don't want their genders changed I don't want to see sexual relations in it I want to see the characters that I grew up with the characters I'm familiar with that I that I fell in love with as a child in the 60s you know that's what I want to see I don't want to see all this this other garbage it just to me it's a turn off and I talk to people around here; they won't even go to see these movies anymore. They don't even waste their time going to see them anymore because they're sick and tired of this garbage, you know. And but these are all people my age, and your age that 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 they want. And even the Batman, the Batman was a. Hey, don't get me wrong. The Batman movies were really kick-butt. I mean, they were they were awesome. But that character that they're portraying is not the Batman. Anybody who knows the history of the Batman knows that if you look at the character in these movies, what you're seeing is the Dark Knight. You're not seeing the Batman. You're seeing the Dark Knight.
0: Yeah, and, and that's an 80s character. It's, yeah, that's a, it is a different character than certainly what we grew up with. Uh, but... I, for me, I actually like that particular Batman iteration. So, I the the older Batman is actually kind of a funny, silly thing almost. And I'm not talking about the campy '60s stuff. I'm talking about even before that because it's all very um, Dick Tracy, you know, detective kind of goofy. <laughs>
1: Well, the, the Dark Knight, the Batman origins, you know, found in the Dark Knight, goes back to the 1940s and 50s with action comic books in detective comics. And that was a primary, that was one of their main characters, was the Dark Knight. And he eventually, over time, morphed into what we now know as the Batman. And the movies were awesome. The movies were great. I loved them. They just named him wrong because if they'd actually named him true to his character it would have been the the, the saga of the dark, of the dark night Yeah, well, that's one of
0: those things that happens to comics and comic book characters over time. And it was certainly back in those early days because they were trying to figure out exactly where they were even going with this stuff. They really had no idea. It was all such new territory. And these were all such young kids, you know, all these guys creating these comic books back then. You know, aside from some of the sort of corporate created uh, images and and ideas, they were really just people striking out on their own, finding this new territory um, for these different characters, and, and the different iterations of the Batman there's this weird he's a really good example because of the the this weird notion that he's not supposed to kill anyone in fact he's even in in recent times he's created a fail-safe it's actually called fail-safe that if he ever breaks his uh vow to not kill anybody that uh, the fail-safe system this AI robot thing will will kick in and and take him out and uh yeah it's it's a little weird but but these my thing with all this, we could talk various stories and various individual characters about this all all day long because there are just so right. many of them and, and we're obviously both um, comic book people. But I, my problem with any of this is less about. Me going to this to the movies and not getting a character that I expect, because I don't expect them to make the character my way, because I think I interpret and I see the characters differently than the next guy. You know, one one person is going to read Spider-Man for the fact that he's a teenager mm-hmm. another person is going to read it because he's a, a new york bronx kind of kid another person is yeah. going to read it because they like the you know the 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 spider powers and the idea the science behind the potential science behind. what's that
1: the whole science thing behind it you know, yeah, how he yeah. came about his powers and Yeah. And, exactly. And, and yeah, a, and, and how what a mutant a or or
0: how mutation might work in somebody. There's, so there's going to already be these myriad of reasons why people are going to want their character to be their character. And because I'm not at involved in any way in creating any one of these these uh, movies, I know going in that it's not going to be what I what I I don't I, I don't even go in expecting there to be something there necessarily for me. I go in with the hope of being entertained. And then if I'm not entertained, then there's a problem with it. I I can I don't care if Spider Man is a black kid. I care if the the story is good and if I'm entertained by it. And and then And that's at the moment. And then when I can sit back at a time like this and say, all right, well, what's the real problem with having a black Spider-Man? Okay, inherently no real problem with it. okay now let's get to the the breakdown of it well spider-man's a, a white kid from the Bronx uh, who's already telling a story uh, a, a, a universal story that regardless of your color or regardless of your gender or whatever it is you think that sets you apart from all the other kids in the world that we all go through the growing up the learning to cope with our own responsibilities and the power that we gain as we go as we grow older and become more influential in the world and how we have to be responsible with these are this is a universal story that's underlying that that's not diminished by changing the color of the sex of the character but what it does do it does diminish those those characteristics that you're trying to add to that character because that character didn't need those characteristics to be universal in the first place anyway. Spider-Man didn't come from, you know, 1963 to 2023 uh, as a white teenage kid by accident. It, it didn't... It, it didn't require any changing, any tweaking of the storyline ever until somebody wanted to make some more money on it and appeal to a different audience and to do that audience a disservice. This is what I'm saying by it could diminish those characteristics that they added to the Spider-Man because it's not his own character. Okay. And, and over time, it will be maybe if you eliminate all the other Peter Parkers and you just have a, a, a Miguel Sanchez that. That's the it's Spider-Man 2099. Sorry, uh, I, at the, what's the Miles Morales? That's the the young black kid. Um, it, you're going. It may be over time if that character were to overtake it, then most people will think of Miles Morales instead of Peter Parker when they see it. But we have a whole entire. Three, four generations of people that have grown up who know that Peter Parker is this this white kid. And so what you've done is, all you've done is taken a white story and a white character and slapped a coat of black paint on them. You didn't really change the story. You didn't do anything new or different. You didn't empower a black character. You took powers away from a white character and turned them into a black character. And to me, that's more of a disservice to these people, uh, that are looking for, I don't know why they, they're not, is anybody really looking for color in their, their characters? Is that really an important thing?
1: For me, it's, it's not really that important of a thing. Right. I, mean, I know a, it yeah, isn't. And that's why I'm trying to get I, you to say if, it. If, I, if I go to see a Spider-Man movie, I want to see Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. If I go to see the Fantastic 4, I want to see the Fantastic 4 that I grew up with. I don't right. want changing genders and adding in stuff that shouldn't even be there. I want to so see So it doesn't hurt those characters, characters but it doesn't help
0: and it doesn't make you it doesn't endear you to going and seeing them. So the characters already were what you liked and and this was the point that i was getting at is that is, there's already a small percentage of people who are into these things in the first place anyway and so the idea that you can get somebody else just by slapping a new coat of paint on it to pay attention to it only works for just so long it's a gimmick
1: right right yeah anyway and then what friend, do you do man, Go ahead. I, I, did, I wanted to, I, many times I've tried to call in when you get to talking about comic books, and, <laughs> but I never seem to be able to get in. So <laughs> I, I'm glad I was finally able to get in and we were able to talk about this a little bit. So thanks. And, uh, yeah, you I'll bet, Oh be. Always a pleasure to talk
0: to you, my friend. Take care. Right, you, hey. you bet, buddy it's a fun thing to do i I love to talk about myself I really do want to get back to real quick though I know we're running out of time and I did have a point in all of this and it's worked out okay I'm working on myself today I'm trying to I, i'm trying to improve my communication skills and I'm trying to work on it in a very specific way without making it an issue without trying to find some other routine i i don't want to change and when i'm trying to make changes to myself and i'm trying to improve myself i don't want to dismiss everything else i've already done everything else that i'm doing all the other things that i'm into so whatever i'm changing whatever i'm working on has to work within me as as i'm going forward and so one of the things that I've been working on for a number of years. I've been. This has been so terrible because I. And, and yet so good at the same time because I've been concentrating on the business. That's what started the conversation. I spent the last two years completely I- immersed in this business, and I let up a little bit this last year. And within the last few weeks, I haven't even talked about. It. I don't even. I'm. I'm not in the store every day anymore. Uh, that's not a thing I have to do anymore it's it's not necessary for me to do that anymore and so i'm able to refocus a little bit on some of these other things and i'm i'm at a point where the store is running itself things are doing they're progressing each month without my having to just know that I have to be there, that it has to be open, that things aren't going to – not that I'm ever really in that fear, but because of everything that has happened over the past couple of years and all the struggles that we have run into in trying to get the business going and, and dealing with the the problems with the partners, it's, it's put some of the important points in Things that we need to pay attention to that I was talking about earlier, the minutia of it all on the back burner, and they've been ignored and they haven't been dealt with. And so that's what had to be dealt with over the last couple of years. And I'm just now at that point where it's starting to pay off, where it's working out to where things can ultimately run themselves. And so I'm, I'm in an attempt. I'm working on an. Me. That's what I'm doing. I'm working on me, as I'm always doing, and trying to improve myself just a little bit. One of those things that I've, I've wanted to do for years is to uh, transcribe the show, because I've over the years I've had a number of deaf people who want – they see my social media so they can see that they can read that they don't have to hear it but they don't hear the show so they see me say things and talk about things in short form that they're interested in and in particular in relation to the show but they can't listen to the show because it's not it's just not transcribed and i've looked i've looked for resources over the years and I've never really found anything that's done a great job. I've tried doing it in real time, having a program running in the background as I'm speaking. And it, it works fine. You can use one of those speaking programs, one of those text-to-typing to programs, like Dragon Naturally Speaking, something like that. And, and it works. It works fine. But the problem is, is it's a very conversational Tone that I carry, and it—it's so relaxed that it ends up being there. There are words or phrases or ways that I speak, things that I say that run together, and they're hard for the. It's now AI. It was always AI before what they call it. It's the same basic idea, uh, just some intelligent program that's been set with a whole bunch of parameters to go in and look at data and parse it out and, and represent it in such a way as it can be – recognized in another format or by someone else in another way a different language so that's what all of these tools have been for i i did i worked for a company called verbit for a very short period of time and that's what we did we transcribed different videos and different documents using a computer and we were training the computer to recognize the idiosyncrasies of individual speech well that's all fine in dandy when you can work on that program and that's your job is to work on that program and to convince the program to figure those things out the better thing is for me as a broadcaster is to work on my speech patterns and to work on what it is that I'm saying and concentrate a little bit better and so i, I because what happens is i'll go through that's an example right there of it where i do just a little bit of a stutter or i say a word twice Next to each other, I, I, the, the, they, they, it happens all the time. It's just a little bit of a stutter. It's the brain trying to catch up with the mouth or vice versa, a little bit of both. Some of it has to do with the fact that I've always been... I've been doing this radio thing for a long period of time and one of the things is is that you don't want dead air you don't want silence and so I always try to fill the silence another point of it is I the level of me my level my level of excitedness the way I'm delivering is in part due to the fact that you have to be a bit more animated. If you could see me right now, you'd be, you'd be laughing at me. I'm shaking my hands and doing. i gesticulating. That's the phrase for it, along with my speech. And and it's animated, and it has to be because of the way that our speech comes across on a recording. You just have to. You have to step it up a little bit, a higher level to make yourself sound like you're at all interested in what it is you're saying and if you speak like I do where I tend to say the whole word I say I pronounce the entire word just like this I it, try to get the whole piece of the word out there uh, and that that works perfect for these th- these systems that try to transcribe your audio until you run into a spot where you're having to think or where you stutter or you stumble or something like that. And, and um, it, the option would be for me to pay somebody about $150 an episode I don't make any money doing this at all, not a dime, Uh, $150 an episode to have somebody transcribe it for me. So I'm trying to find a way that I can do it myself, and one of the easiest ways to do that is to try to alter my speech, be a little bit more consciously aware of the things that I'm saying and not – create those anomalies within my speech that it's hard for the the automated systems to recognize because I have Office, I have Microsoft Office, I can just open Office and I can tell it to start recording my voice or I can even uh, grab an audio, one of my existing shows, and it'll listen to it and it'll put it out into Word for me. It'll spit it out into Word for me. And the worst part of it, other than the time signature stuff it doesn't know when you really have created a complete sentence or a complete thought it just works on pauses and kind of fills them in as naturally it understands questions and very obvious things but in very casual speech that doesn't have a direction it doesn't understand it real well and so what could be in what could would and should be in writing you a paragraph about a particular subject or thought uh, ends up being <laughs> jumbled up into one un, i'd say five if 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 there's somebody if it's an hour show it's 10 it's 10,000 11,000 words to fill the hour nonstop 5,000 if i have a guest because we about split it something along those lines and in any any 5 to 10,000 Grouping of these words, most of them being one speaker like myself, they get all squished down into one sentence, one big paragraph, and it's ridiculous, so you have to have the time signatures along with the to, well, along with the voices to break up the writing and it, it's something that i've been concentrating on wanting to do for some time now and i i've just decided after going through all of these different programs trying different free programs paid programs real people and balancing out the the cost and the time and everything involved the only way to do it is to improve myself what what a novel idea the best way to get through life is to work on me instead of me trying to work on something else or find something to work around me. Hey, <laughs> what a neat thing! Huh? Uh, We—it's uh, going to be a fun month, man. We're wrapping up the year, headed into next year. Next year's year five for this show, and uh, it's going to be a big one. And I'm looking forward to tackling it with you. We'll see you next week. Take care.